Hey friends, it's Pastor Jason. Thank you so much for listening to The Daily Hit. You can get all of this content and more at jasonjohncowart.com. Be sure to follow and share this with your friends. Let's jump into today's verse. Last night at our men's meetup, we had a really interesting discussion about when do you decide to cut specific relationships out of your life And then how do you parse cutting those relationships out of your life with the idea that you forgive 70 times seven and, you know, especially when it comes to family, like, what is the rule here? Like, what do we do in that situation? I mean, we wouldn't let somebody just walk into our house and wreak havoc in our families, but especially when it comes to people who are within the context of our family of origin, we let people just kind of wreak havoc in our lives all the time. We let those family members dictate our relationships with them and we constantly constantly suffer in certain situations because of those relationships. So so what do you do? Do you do you just endure it? Do you just keep sticking your finger in that light socket expecting at some point you're not going to get shocked? Or is there a time where you say, "Listen, I love you, but but I just cannot have you doing this anymore. I can't have you in my life like this anymore." What's the rule here? It's interesting because we looked at a specific verse in Matthew chapter 10. Uh, Here's what the verse says. It's verse number 14. If any household or town refuses to welcome you or listen to your message, shake its dust from your feet as you leave. So the question we posed in the meetup last night was simply like, when do you shake your sandals and just walk away from it? Well, I think it's important that we don't just take one verse and try to apply it to our situation without looking at the context. Jesus has just gotten all the 12 together and he's sending them out with these instructions. He's saying, look, don't go to Gentiles or Samaritans, go only to the people of Israel, go announce the kingdom of heaven, heal the sick, raise the dead, cure leprosy, cast out demons, give freely as you've received. And then Jesus talks about not taking money in your belt or carrying a change of clothes or anything like this. You you accept hospitality. Uh, when it's given to you. And whenever you enter a village, if you find a worthy person, stay in their home. Okay. So then that, let's take that for instance. What does, what does worthy mean? Like what, if, if it turns out to be a worthy home, let your blessing stand, the Bible says in verse 13. But if it is not, take back the blessing. So what is considered a worthy home? Well, one of the things we see in the context of this specific passage is th- these are people who know better. They they already have an existing relationship with God. In fact, the people that they're talking about here, they had to study the Torah up until the age of 13 years old. So like they weren't completely and totally blind to who the Messiah would be be. And so as they went from town to town telling people about the Messiah, Jesus gave them very specific instructions. Hey, find somebody worthy. Well, what is that? Worthy could mean people who are looking for the same thing in this context. I mean, people who are chasing after Jesus, they may not be necessarily at the same level you are in your relationship with Jesus, but you guys are all walking the same direction. I mean, what does the Bible say in Ecclesiastes? How can two walk together unless they agree? So these are people who are walking in the same direction, chasing after Jesus. Now, take your family of origin for just a moment, maybe a person within your family that you're trying to decide, like, how, how do I handle this situation going forward? Do I cut ties or do, do I stand up and say no more? Or do I just endure it? What do I do? Well, is that person after the same values that your family is after? Let's say it's your mom or your dad. Is that person after what you're after in your family and with your kids? Do they want the relationship with Jesus that you want, or at least one that's similar? Are they actively engaged in helping you and your family be better? Are they chasing after Jesus? Are they worthy? 
I mean, goodness, you wouldn't let just any random person just walk in and begin to dictate the terms of your relationship with them. But but what if I'm your family and, and I come into your house and, you know, we're chasing after God together and we're bouncing Bible verses off of each other and we're doing everything we can to help each other be better in Jesus. But that's going to be a different dynamic and a different relationship. But what about the other side of that coin? What What if they're not worthy? Look at verse 14 again. A household or a town refuses to welcome you or listen to your message. Well, what is that message? That message is, hey, we are chasing hard after Jesus. He's the Messiah. He's the King. He's who we're going after. What if they're not willing to do that? Well, the Bible says, and let me be more specific. Jesus says, shake its dust from your feet as you leave. At the end of the day, you have to make a decision on whether or not you're going to allow people to negatively impact your family or not. And I know it's easy whenever it's somebody that's not a part of our family of origin, they're just some random person, it's super easy to cut that person off. But when it's people who are close to us, people who we desire a relationship with, people who we're hoping one day will just snap out of the funk that they're in and get with the program and start chasing after Jesus and get with it. You know what? Here's the thing. It just might not happen. They might not. So here, here's what you have to do. You have to do a cost-benefit analysis between your hope in them changing and the detriment that they bring on a daily basis to you and your family. Look, I'm not saying it's an easy decision to tell somebody, listen, I'm going to have to make a stand here. And I'm not saying that it's okay for you to be mean to them or for you to treat them like they've been treating you. Two wrongs don't make a right. And we still do need to follow the golden rule. But it does mean that you no longer allow them to dictate the terms of your relationship with them and their relationship with the rest of your family. You have a responsibility to your household. You can't fix everybody. And that includes people in your family of origin. Jesus told the disciples, you know, I'm sending you out as sheep among wolves. And so let me just speak over you the same prayer that he prayed over them. Be shrewd as snakes, but harmless as doves. What does that mean? Be wise, be cognizant of what's going on, but do it with compassion and do it with care and concern. You can love someone, but not allow them to speak into your life. You can love someone and not allow them to dictate how you live your life. So ask the Holy Spirit right now in this moment to give you wisdom, to give you compassion, to tell you what to do. And if it is to shake your sandals, that God would give you grace for those conversations and for that moment. Thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions or comments, maybe a verse recommendation, I'd love to hear those. Or if you want to financially support this podcast, visit jasonjohncowart.com. And if you're in the Northeast Houston area and you're looking for a great church home, we'd love to have you at Freedom. Visit freedomdl.com for more information.